Well, at this time, uh, we are joined by Mickey Gould, who is an infection preventionist with SSM Health uh, Greater Fond du Lac. Good morning, Mickey. Good morning. Did I get that title right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a mouthful, isn't it? Well, tell us what an infection preventionist does, if you would, please. Sure. Um, as an infection preventionist, we work in many settings. We work to mitigate uh, the spread of infection through the evaluation of processes and practice that occur in the healthcare setting. Many of us have backgrounds in microbiology and or nursing, and an average day for us could be working with our frontline staff to senior leadership from construction projects to everyday practices inside healthcare, and including working with people not only that are healthcare workers, but our patients and public health or other healthcare facilities that may transfer and receive our patients. The coolest thing about this job, the most rewarding, is we get to educate others about stopping the spread of infection. <laughs> I guess we could all use a little practice in that these days, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're keep still us healthy. Go ahead. No, just want to keep us all healthy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, we're still hearing a lot of conversations about people being sick and missing work or other activities. Uh, what are we currently seeing in our communities as far as some of those respiratory illnesses? We're still seeing a lot of admissions around COVID, influenza, both A and B, and RSV. Even though it's declining, we're expecting to see that change. Typically, our patterns start going back up. Um, and that really focuses around our holiday times. You know, we just, we're seeing the de decline because we're over from Christmas, but we'll start having some other family gatherings starting to get out. So we're going to expect a little rise shortly. And then hopefully when this nice spring weather really decides to hit and we can get outside, we'll see that decrease again. You mean it's not spring yet? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Okay. Uh, you talked about a decline. Are you talking about for all three? Typically, if it falls in a normal pattern, yes, all three should start to decline. And that's part of the way it will decline because we'll get outside. We won't be in our buildings anymore. We're going to get out, move around with that fresh air, being more active also helps. Um, we're going to stay away from those sick individuals who want to enjoy the beautiful weather that Wisconsin Springs bring. <laughs> Not too far away from that first brat fry, right? Correct. <laughs> well, what are some of the steps that we can take to protect ourselves and our families? Really, it is taking care of yourself. Um, you know, limit who you're being around. Be proactive. If you're around sick individuals, make sure you wash your hands. It's the number one way to prevent illness, along with covering, um, wearing a mask if they're ill provide a barrier, whether it be distance or the mask, um, making sure you're taking time to take care of yourself. You know, when your body's run down, you're lacking sleep, or maybe you're not eating right or under a lot of stress, that weakens your immune system for fighting diseases. So remember to take time to take care of your bodies. And then, you know, be aware of cleaning areas. So if someone does come into your area and is sick, or if you share work with multiple individuals, 
take time to disinfect the workspaces because many of these organisms are spread via touch and or normal air movements. So take time to clean your environment. You know, one of the best things you can do to stop that spread is to stay updated on your vaccination. Okay. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about the benefits of getting vaccinated. So there's two ways to get vaccines and before um, to get immune, excuse me. Um, before vaccines were even created, the only way you could get immune to a disease was actually to get the disease. And that's where people experience the symptoms of the disease to attain natural active immunity. Sadly, some individuals didn't survive because the diseases would overcome their bodies. Or other individuals may be left with long-term side effects of the diseases like scarring. Uh, if you saw a chickenpox patient, they may have some scars related to the pox. Or another example would be polio. You may see some people that had polio as a youth and now have a limp because of that. Vaccines actually provide us artificial immunity, which is much easier on the body and less risky to the immune system. The vaccines help prevent and lessen the disease symptoms. It may not stop it altogether, um, and vaccines are not designed to cure diseases once they do start. So it's really important to get your vaccination early so your body recognizes does the best possible in defending against these infections. Um, and the way you do that is hopefully two weeks before everything pops up. Um, if you're getting it in while the virus is occurring, sometimes your body may show a little bit more reactivity to those symptoms post-vaccine. However, the cool thing about vaccines is they shorten the duration. Um, of illness, you may have mild symptoms and maybe not even notice any symptoms when the illness is around. But more importantly, it's the best thing to keep you out of the hospital in many cases. All right, I, I got a couple of questions about vaccines here. Is it, are we, have we arrived at the point now where we should get vaccinated against COVID on a yearly basis? Yeah, um, yes. You really need staying current on them. The scientists and the manufacturers of vaccines are constantly adjusting the vaccine to match what's circulating. Just like humans, we all are smart. We all go to school. We all get educated. And we find tips and tricks to become more effective. Viruses do the same thing. They, they are learning their studying programs because their will to survive is just as high as ours. So seeing current on those vaccines help prevent what's out there and circulating. All right. People heard a lot about RSV in the past year, and uh, it was a recommendation to get vaccinated against RSV. Has that vaccine become more readily available? Vaccines have been being released more often. Uh, I have not heard of any delays in getting those vaccines. So do check with your provider or pharmacist 
if you are underemployed or don't have the resources or on bad care, you can check with public health. Uh, if you meet those criteria, you can get the vaccine through them as well. Okay. We're going to ask you some pros and cons here. Is it better to develop immunity naturally? Is there pros and cons for that? Um, yes, yeah, yes, there is. You know, the, pro, the pros, though, in this, if you look at the literature, basically are neutral. Manufacturers have done a great job at getting the vaccines up to be safe, to be equal, um, with much and then with much less severity to the illness as well as negative outcomes. You know, like I had mentioned earlier, the polio with the limp or the scarring that can occur from other diseases. Um, many diseases, just like our vaccines, do have side effects, long-term side effects. We know there's different things like Bell's palsy that may occur. Right now, the literature is studied and continues to look and see how they can mitigate all these diseases and side effects. But both naturally and um, through the vaccine, you are at risk of any side effect. Okay. Um, you hear a lot about it. it's recommended that children get to vaccinations. How important is it for them to receive them in a timely manner? Vaccines for kids are so important. They have weakened immune systems already, so they have to constantly fight. They're learning lots of things. They're growing. Um, getting vaccines younger, also they have the good memory cells. Um, these are the cells that help carry your vaccines through life and help protect you. So getting them, getting the vaccines while they're little is advantageous not only for the child, but you as the working adult. You know, you won't have to take off so much time from work to stay home with a sick one and help them on the road to recovery. And if you're like a parent like me, I never cared for my child to be sick, so it was really good to get them vaccinated <laughs> early on because, you know, to go to work all day and care for sick individuals and then to go home and care for sick individuals, it's very hard. And it's hard as a parent to see your child go through those illnesses. Never used to get the flu, except for when my nephews were younger kids, and they always seemed to have it and pass it yeah. along. So I I see what you're saying there. Um, do we still see some resistance from parents to having their kids vaccinated? Um, Yes, we do. And some of it is due to, you know, it's been a popular trend. Uh, we've had in the past several individuals speak up that were actors, talk about and maybe give some misinformation on it. Some of them is just our, vac our vaccine and health illiteracy to what is the science really saying? Those scientific articles that come out are difficult to read. So, you know, it's really important to get out there, study, talk to your healthcare providers, go to reputable sources when learning about the vaccine themselves, and make an informed decision. 
there are there are risks out there in getting a vaccine, but there are so many more benefits that are out there. Okay. Are we seeing diphtheria make a comeback here? We're seeing all diseases make a comeback. Um, what was really cool, and as an infection preventionist, you have to understand that's an exciting world. We saw many of our communicable diseases drop when COVID came around. Why was that? We were socially distancing. We were very aware with our hand hygiene. We were very much wearing masks and preventative things. We were willing to um, to disinfect our work areas. Now a lot of these diseases that we haven't seen in three or four years are coming back. You know, take into consideration, we also got out of sync in getting our vaccinations, which prevented that. Thankfully, now we have spots to make appointments to see our healthcare providers and get up to date on those vaccines. Okay. Everything you said about getting your kids vaccinated, that goes for the parents too, right? Adults too. Um, Pertussis is the number one um, thing that affects our kids. It gives them the whooping cough, but many times with pertussis, it is the adults, and that's not just the parents. It's the grandparents that potentially can spread the illness to the little one. So even as adults, you need those vaccines. Um, That's protecting our little ones. But as adults, there are other vaccines out there that you can get to prevent yourself from getting pneumonia. And so, again, I don't know about you, but I'm the worst sick person in the world. (laughs) So to me, getting something that's going to help me be less sick or less less of a uh, out of commission is something very beneficial. Yes, please. (laughs) Vicki, thank you very much for joining us this morning. We appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you. And everybody stay safe. Remember to wash your hands, cover your cough, get lots of sleep, and take care of yourself. Thanks again, Mickey. Bye-bye. That is Mickey Gould, who is an infection preventionist for SSM Health Greater Fond du Lac. We appreciate her joining us this morning.